Hello and welcome to another episode of The Long Finish. I am your host, Tug Coker, and I'm here as always with my wife and co-host, Catherine Weil Coker. How are you doing tonight, Catherine? I'm so good. How are you? Great. We're back. We are back. Feeling good. I mean, it hasn't been that long, but it feels... The journey over here in the Coker household has been long to back to episode 79 of the long finish episode 79 tonight lots to discuss big week ahead with for those of you like sports it's a super bowl for those of you who like dating it's valentine's day it's all coming together it's a big old weekend and um we got the wine for you right Catherine's excited about this wine this is a wine i've heard around the house before she's excited to talk about it tonight and the reasons why she's bringing it out for valentine's day dating Etc. What are we drinking tonight? This is such a fun wine. This is the Jumpin' Juice. This is the Sunset. It is from Australia and it's vintage 2021. 2021. Kind of fun to have a 2021 wine in the house. Already doing 2021s. Well, excited to hear about this wine. I've heard it around Esther's, I've heard it from you before. So, going to be lots of fun talking about it and lots of fun drinking it. And folks, if you listen to the last episode, you know, I took a couple weeks off from having a glass of wine. I took a couple weeks off from a lot of things and I'm going to bring back into it. Now I'm going to do it live. I'm going to taste my first glass of wine live on this podcast, live to tape. Oh, I'm so excited. It hasn't to been a long it. time. It's been what, 19 days since I've had a glass of wine, which sounds like an eternity when you went through the pandemic in this household where we had a glass of wine every night to sort of calm the nerves having three kids but it's feeling pretty good i think i've really enjoyed a little space away from our profession of of wine yeah i've also worked hard to get back into the gym and that's been helpful carve out a little routine i mean i did not exercise for 20 months as i I said last episode well there was some outside of walking walking some golf yeah just not not, you know pressing things and maybe elevating the heart rate yes and also the biggest thing is not eating the mac and cheese leftovers, chicken nuggets leftovers, the chips, the gummies, whatever, you know, whatever food is around the house for the kids. Well, since you haven't been eating the leftovers, I've had to pick up that slack oh, the last you. couple of weeks. So <sighs> I'm doing the, the good work over here. My goal is to lose 25 pounds over the course of several months. But as of day 19, I think I've lost like nine or 10 pounds. So, Amazing. Yeah, so the, the goals continue. Wow gonna take a pause in that because i'm having a glass of wine tonight my parents arrive in two weeks i know i'll be having bourbon and ginger ales and red wine with them so that'll be a pause and then we'll get back into it but it's been fun to change i just want to change i just want change in 2022 something different in the lifestyle something different with the events of my life so that's the goal and you know what you gotta do you gotta make it happen you gotta change so that's what's going on in my life Catherine. what's been going on in your world well you know me. I'm just trying to survive the daily grind. Mm-hmm. How's Esther's? Esther's is doing well. The surge of the variant that happened in January, at least it happened in January. You know, we were past the big events of December. We we got J- January is usually known as one of the slowest months of the year for restaurants. In any right? restaurant, yeah. yeah. So if it was going to happen in a month, that was the best month. Things are looking up now. It's definitely 
you know, people seem to be like they're coming out a little bit more. Uh, we've got events happening again. People aren't as afraid to do events now. Having a very nice run of weather out here in California. Which so. is huge. Yeah. I mean. For outdoor dining, et cetera. It's just great for that. And people, yes, it's been gorgeous. People are so happy to sit outside. The main thing for Esther's is that we open for lunch. We open for all day, basically, which is how we were before the pandemic. And it's so nice. Personally, I just love it because I'm not there at night. And so during the day, seeing people I haven't seen in a long time, having that energy, that vibe of the restaurant that I love so much, that I miss so much, that's been really fun. Plus, the food is awesome. And it's just, it's nice to see people out there drinking wine at two o'clock. And we have, you know, space to eat basically on the sidewalk. So it's got this very fun vibe that LA always should have had, you know, and Esther's always should have had that like kind of European feel of people enjoying themselves during the day, during the week. One of the passions and inspirations for Esther's was, as we mentioned in the very first episode of the podcast, this European sensibility of like, yeah, you know what? Maybe I will enjoy a glass of wine during the day. And we'll go to Esther's. Exactly. So. It's my favorite thing. So I'm going to start doing that too later this summer after I hit my goal of <laughs> yeah. 25 pounds lost. You know, I've stay, stayed away from some cheese and et cetera, et cetera. But I'm back tonight to get into some jumping juice. We got big events, as I mentioned earlier this week. We got Valentine's Day coming up. We have Super Bowl coming up. We have Tuesday night coming up. We have Wednesday night coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Just tonight to enjoy a glass of wine. I was really going with you on that one. I'm like, okay, what's right? Yeah. Just a random night to enjoy a glass of wine. We got a lot of those. Yeah, yeah. we do. So let's get into the wine and let's talk about why you wanted to talk about this wine for Valentine's Day. And you started talking to me off air about it and just reeling off reasons. And I'm excited to share those with the listeners. So remind everyone what we're drinking tonight and let's get into it. We are drinking the Jumpin' Juice Sunset Rosé from Australia, Vintage 2021. And this is made by winemaker Patrick Sullivan. I really wanted to drink a rosé for our Valentine episode because at Esther's, it's been a tradition to have a rosé tasting every Valentine's. Now, it doesn't exactly make sense because usually the release of rosé is later in the spring. Rosés start coming out in... April, May, even June. But I just think it's fun and it's a great way to celebrate the holiday. And so we always stock up on some rosés. And this is just a super fun one. Completely not your standard rosé. First of all, the color is kind of pink, but kind of orange. It's more of that salmon. And then the label is a circle. It's hot pink. It says jumping juice. And then it's a picture of a wine bottle with pants and legs and boots and arms and its hands around the cork, maybe drinking itself with a bow tie. So kind of signals fun, you know, like not too serious. This is fun. And this is a co-ferment of Syrah, Gewürztraminer, and Sauvignon Blanc. Such a fun blend, and it's and they're all co-fermented on the skins together with just native yeast, so it's just kind of wild, not traditional in any sense, and it's from Australia. Wine question of the night from me. Why are we calling it a co-ferment, and how is it different from like what you call a wine, like a, a red blend or something like that? Okay, so the co-ferment means instead of the grape varieties being fermented 
separately and then blended together after fermentation. They all are blended together and ferment together. This is significant in this blend because there's two white grapes and one red grape. And so with the skins, you know, you're getting a little bit of that Syrah skin and then you're getting a little bit of that Gewurztraminer and Sauvignon Blanc. So the image is like, the, like, is it in stainless? Yeah. So, so they put all the grapes in stainless, yep. let them sit together, ferment together. Yep, exactly. So it just, it creates uh, more of a natural, wild, of the earth, like fun sort of blend. It, it's less about now let me, you know, concoct the perfect cuvee here. You know what I mean? This is spontaneous love. I think this is fun for Valentine's because it's a rosé. It's got a cheeky label. It's like natural wine, but it's not super natty. And it's different. It's from Australia. It's from a super cool winemaker that I can talk about. But to me, this just says like, hey, I know something about wine. This is not too serious, but it's fun. This is not crazy expensive, but I want to share it with you and enjoy our afternoon or evening together. You recommend this wine for, you said it earlier uh, because, off air you said it because it feels like a perfect wine for early in the dating phase of relationships. Yes. I mean, I have known you for almost 20 years. We can drink whatever we want. But I would so choose this if I was going on a definitely first date, third date, you know, early in the dating because it's not too serious. It's like, okay, how are you going to celebrate Valentine's? I'm sure so many people dread it. They're like, how serious are we going to be? Like, is this a big deal? Is it not? And I think this wine is fun because it shows like, hey, I'm thoughtful. I'm thinking about wine. I want to have a good time. But, you know, it's not so serious. I'm not getting vintage champagne for us here. Like, let's just have a fun time. So it would also work for maybe a Super Bowl party. Actually, it would be great for that. Yeah. This would totally go with, because of the Sauvignon Blanc has this, I don't, you're not drinking, are you drinking this? Are you really going to drink this tonight? I am. Okay. So the Sauvignon Blanc has well, let the, me, let me, Hold on a second. Let, let's, just, let's just do it right now. Yeah, Flip come the off. on. Listeners, here we go. Okay. Day 19. Drum roll, please. It smells delicious. I always sort of had a dream that like when I had a glass of wine after a couple of weeks off that like it would feel next level. So let's see. How, let's see. Oh, I missed that nose. That nose is a lot of fun. And we're back. Oh my gosh. That's he delicious. did it. Super good. So, well, what is fun about the nose is you get that Gewurztraminer, no, that tropical, that lychee, but you get the Sauvignon Blanc, the pyrazines, that green pepper, that spicy jalapeno. It's got like pineapple and jalapeno. The Syrah has like a red berry thing. It's just sort of a totally fun concoction, a tropical spicy-ness. The tropical thing jumps out of the glass. That's really amazing. And then it's got like a mid-palate. It's got some texture to it, a lot of acid, and again, that kind of jalapeno thing continuing through the palate. It'd be amazing with tacos. It'd be awesome with like a, you know... Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, I'll well, get to that. But really, it would be perfect for a Super Bowl party, too. So you could do, you know, if you're really trying to cram it all in and do a date at a Super Bowl party, this would work. <laughs> but that's don't a, that's do amazing. that. Don't do that. <laughs> do not do that. No one wins. <laughs> trying to pay attention to each other while the game happens. I'm sure that's happening. I'm sure that's happening. 
This is our. This is a crossover dating advice show. Don't take a, a date to a Super Bowl party. Don't do it. <laughs> From two people who haven't dated in a long, long time. That you know of. Oh, dear. <laughs> no, I'm just Go kidding. help us. I'm just kidding. So this wine is just, it screams fun. I, I just want to read one, one thing really quick. This was online. The idea of Jumpin' Juice, the very name, is a prompt to embrace life. It's an elixir that shields you from the trials and tribulations of existence. It's that liquid beam of sunshine concentrated through the prism of the magnifying glass of life. It's just delicious reason to hang out with your friends. Basically, I'm saying this now. And uh, conduit to good times. It does say that here. But the personality of the sunset, according to the same website, which is very fun, Sometimes we want to drink juice. Sometimes we want a bit of alchemy. The color of summer and the scent of a holiday. Crunchy, lush, fruit bomb crazy. Yes, that is this wine. It's so fun. I do want to say, though, Patrick Solomon is a serious winemaker. This is like a, a project that he does. Actually, with a friend of his named Xavier Goodridge, they've been friends since they were 18 years old. And, and Patrick is kind of known as a serious natural winemaker in Australia. Although he would never categorize himself as natural, he says the wine he makes, put simply, is the wine that he wants to make. But it does happen to be natural wine. And wines under his own personal label, which he started in 2010, are a little more serious. But this is such a fun thing that he does with his friend that he's been friends with since he was 18. And they went to London together to work in fancy wine shops. But Patrick lives in Victoria, which is kind of, I'm not sure how well you know the map map of Australia, but it's where Melbourne is, right? So southeast part of the country. And he lives in Gripsland on a farm with his wife, Megan. But he started making wine not that long ago. He started his own label in 2010. But he had his first thing, like encounter with wine, when he was on a school field trip. And he had his first job when he was 12 at a winery. But then he went to London, worked in some wine shops and said, "Mm, I want to go back to Australia and make wine. This led to that. And finally, he has his own farm. And everything that he farms is biodynamic. He dry farms so he doesn't irrigate. And it's not tilled. He doesn't plow the soil. So this is sequestering carbon. This is like crazy great farming. And his cuvées are natural, never finding, never filtering, native yeast, very low sulfur. But they're really high quality natural wines. And for the Jump and Juice project, because he has some other wines in the same lineup. And we have a couple others at Esther's too, because I just think they're so fun. And they always sell out in five minutes from the distributor because they're so fun. And so, you know, they're around for two months and then they're gone till next year. But he sources the grapes for these from different parts of the country. And this he sorts from a biodynamic vineyard in Margaret River, which is in Western Australia. That's another, Victoria is more cool climate and Western Australia is more where the growing regions there are more cool climate compared to like South Australia and New South Wales, um, where there is just a lot more warmth. Now, when we think of Australia, of course, everybody first thinks of Shiraz, right? Which is just another name for Syrah, but the 
Australian wine business paid big buku bucks to get that branding out there as Shiraz, and it did a lot of good for them. You know, their business in selling Shiraz has gone up. Their their production has like tripled since 1990. But Australia is also trying to fight the critter wine thing, you know, trying to fight the yellowtail, trying to fight the fact that they only make Syrah. They only do Shiraz. And I would say I have noticed maybe in the last 10 years, but really in the last five years, a lot of really fine wines and great natural wines coming from Australia to the States. It's been exciting to see that change. And I don't know a lot about Australia. I don't know a ton about the wine scene there. But when I find a producer I like, I get excited. And Patrick Sullivan is definitely one of those people. What's something we talked about for many years when we first were trying to open Esther is that we didn't have a lot of wines from the Southern Hemisphere. So the fact that you're hearing more good things about the ways in which the wine are made, people being thoughtful about the wine and the wines are fun and approachable, that sounds like the golden ticket for a lot of wines. I mean, well-made wines that are also pleasing to people sounds like a huge hit. Well, and sometimes I would say the wines aren't always inexpensive that I'm finding that I love from Australia. I don't know if it's, you know, the currency exchange or the fact that, you know, we live in California supply chain and issues. it's a supply chain. It's another place that's warm and sun-kissed, you know, I don't know. And so it competes with California in a sense. I'm not sure. But the exciting thing about Jump and Juice is that it is affordable. And that is another reason why I always... I'm excited about this wine. You talk about lunch at Esther's. I think I had this idea of like friends gathering for brunch enjoying this wine too. You know, it's not just for, for sure. the dates of Super Bowls. It's like a great daytime. I'm The patio, your outdoor spaces seems like this goes so well with this wine. Absolutely. And it kind of goes with one of our themes this year of, you know, categories blending i was just gonna say that nice. you know because is it it's a rosé but it's also skin contact white i mean it is rosé that's what it says on the label but it which makes sense yeah, for marketing but it is a skin contact white it is a natural wine it's definitely one of those blended categories i think i get the sab blanc part the most off the nose like that for sure right that yeah. jalapeno yeah. kind of gooseberry yeah. like punches you right in the nose yeah but it's so fun with the gewurztraminer with yeah. that like lychee and guava thing yeah. and then just that little syrah sort of softens it all it's a great wine to come out of drinking retirement and enjoy after 19 days off you alluded to it earlier let's talk about some food pairings what are you thinking about i do think this is super versatile and my first instinct was kind of like what's going with that like jalapeno so like tacos and or something spicy i think this would be great though with salads with fresh veggies because it has this kind of like herbal pyrazine green factor to it with the guava you could do it with i was thinking uh, oh this is spicy too but like the seven layer bean dip you know we're moving off a of bean stew now going yeah now, now we're going to bean dip <laughs> also Bo and i were looking through a bunch of recipes this Our five-year-old uh, yeah we are looking through a bunch of recipes of things that we want to make this week and next week because we're sh we're trying to like <sighs> just vary up what we're making at home, meaning I'm varying up what I'm making and he has some input. 
because he's opinionated. And we saw this like cheese dip that went with crudite and potato chips that he really wants to make. And I'm uh, this would be so good with that with like onions in and cheese and crudite. This would be awesome. I'll definitely enjoy the crudite part. Maybe the wine on my sabbatical. Yeah, and the wine, of course. (laughs) Where can we get this wine? You can get it at Esther's. There's probably another, you know, some choice small wine shops around L.A. and some in other big cities for a minute, maybe this month and next month, and then you won't see it anymore. And I'm sh- I bet if you're in Australia, because I do think we have a listener or two in Australia, look for this. I hope you can get it too. Yes, Mitch, this is for you. I'm going to make sure that you have this episode downloaded. I'm sure you have it, but uh, Mitch, go grab this one. And grab some from us because it's going to be sold out of uh, <laughs> all, the, all the wines in the U.S. going to be sold out. So save some for us. And we have a few of the Jumpin' Juice cuvées and we are pouring the chilled red by the glass right now. That sounds fun. Deliciousness. All Pinot Noir. Crushable. So you get to experience it. You get to experience these limited wines just because. Well, I'm really happy to have a because tonight. Coming out of retirement to enjoy this bottle of wine with you. Go back and lose his other 15 pounds and maybe celebrate with another bottle of Jumpin' Juice. Mm. This wine's delicious. Thanks for bringing it. All right. Now we get to the last portion of the evening, which is what has been inspiring us this week. Catherine, why don't you go first? I am, of course, you know, always reading books. But this week I am very inspired by a podcast that's new to me that I discovered. This podcast has been out for about two years, but I'm new to it. So if you know about it, then props to you. But this is called Poetry Unbound. And it's part of the On Being movement, the On Being podcast website world. On Being, I have loved for a long time, but I never knew about Poetry Unbound. And the host of the podcast, I hope I'm going to say his name right, because he's Irish, is Pardego Tuma. And he's a theologian, a poet, a writer. He's Irish. And he'll read a poem and then sort of break it down and talk about it and then read the poem again. And these uh, are all episodes, you know, like less than 15 minutes, maybe 10 minutes, twice a week. And they are fantastic. It's a great way. I found it's like a really exciting way to get to know poets that... I didn't know before and not just, you know, read the same things that I read as an English major and loved, which I'll never, never give up, but also to meet new poets. And the most recent episode that I listened, this is not the most recent episode, but the the episode that um, I just listened to and was totally crazy about was this episode number 24 that came out in December. The poet is Denez Smith from... Minnesota. And the name of the poem is I'm going back to Minnesota where sadness makes sense. And I found it was fantastic. The breakdown of the poem was fantastic. It was so moving. Huge fan of this poet and um, of this podcast. Check it out. Well, that's cool. We'll put that in the notes, the show notes. So look for that. But yes, that's that's a that's an amazing thing. You always are uh, in the know with poets and poets poetry you brought that into my life too so it's cool to know another avenue to learn about poetry in 2022 i'm also going to talk about poetry but it's uh it's more about the play on words everyone's doing it right now let's talk about our inspiration of the week here in the household it's wordle oh yeah now i'm sure everyone's 
doing Wordle, who's listening to the show, everyone's tired of hearing about Wordle. I'm certainly not posting on social media about playing Wordle, but it has really become a fun connection for Catherine and I here in the household. Got Catherine involved. Now she's playing it. We usually do it in the morning. Catherine gets frustrated when I ask her because she's usually done it before I do. Uh, I, look, I try to steal some clues from her on her solve. And I really try not to give them away, but inevitably I do by just by face. I don't know. I say, well, how long did it take you to get the F? And she's like, what do you mean? And I go, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I think there's... So I try to... <laughs> It's very, very stealthy. But Wordle's very fun, as you all know. It was started by a man who wanted to make a game for his wife to have fun. Sold just for fun. Pleasure. And he ended up selling it to the New York Times for low seven figures. So what a fun way to make some money and pass the time with your, your spouse. And Catherine and I do that too, together. So it's been a lot of fun. We get our five-year-old involved too. Yes. Because he slowly learns words. And he's more in the competition about what we can do. Yeah. We have no one-guess answers yet. We have a couple two-guess answers, but it's been a lot of fun to have like a new game that feels not too hard, but just enough of a challenge to kind of like get the brain going in the morning. So the inspiration of the week is Wordle. Love it. All right, that's it. That's it for episode 79. Episode 79 of The Long Finish is in the books. Thanks to everyone for continuing to listen to the show. If you have a chance to start off 2022 with us by rating, reviewing, or subscribing to the show, that would mean a lot to us. We should be back with one more episode in February. And then I still have, Catherine and I have these plans for something fun and new with The Long Finish coming up in the springtime of 2022. So stay tuned for that. Thanks for listening to the show. Go get some jumping juice. Catherine, where can they find you and The Long Finish on social media? Check us out on Instagram at The Long Finish and at Catherine Wild Coker. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tug Coker. Thanks again for listening to the show. Until then, have a great week. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Super Bowl week. Be happy, be healthy, and happy drinking. Ciao.